Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, our pal is the television voice of the Miami Heat, Eric Reed. Hey, Eric, how are you? Doing great, Zaz. Good morning to you guys, or good afternoon. So a, a real nice start to the season last night. And, you know, thank goodness the officials let them play a little bit, Eric, in the fourth quarter because, I mean, those first three quarters, it, it was it was such a grind. You know, we had whistles every other play. The crowd didn't even have a chance to get into the game, you know? Well, it, it looked like a first game or, or even a carryover the preseason in terms of high turnovers and a lot of fouling. And, then you know, the Heat defense, uh, you know, you could lay it on the officials. You know, I, I, I'm going to put it more on the Heat defense through the first three quarters. Uh, you know, they, they committed a lot of fouls. I didn't see a lot of bad calls. But it was a choppy game. Miami got its fourth quarter defense together. And I think, you know, Mem- here, here's a Memphis team that's building around, you know, two first-round picks in, in Jean Morant and Brandon Clark and a 20-year-old second player in, in, in Jackson Jr. And it was Miami's three rookies that really shined brighter. The Silva, Hero, and Nunn, you know, combined for 46 points. And I, thought, I, I continue to think that Kendrick Nunn is the most undertold story of the, uh, of the early part of the season for Miami. Not only that he earned the start, but after a foul-plagued, slow beginning, he was terrific in the fourth quarter. And you know what, Zaz? He finished with the best plus-minus on the team last night. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's just one game, but it's very obvious that Kendrick Nunn can play, okay? So my question here is, Eric, how does a guy like that not get drafted? Well, for, for, first of all, you know, just to, just to, to I, I think, to, to say, there was a lot of confusion uh, before the game for the media. You know, Coach Spo and the Heat obviously had a heads up that Jimmy Butler wasn't going to be there. But I know I came into the night, you know, really curious about who the fifth starter was going to be. I, I think the other four were fairly obvious. Now, Duncan Robinson had started four of the five preseason games. Um, and I thought it was, you know, everybody sort of thought it was either going to be Robinson again or possibly the surprise of the, of the preseason, Kendrick Nunn. And then you find out Butler's not playing. Now, I think everybody just assumed Tyler Hero was, was going to start anyway. I don't think he was. I think the plan for Tyler was to bring him off the bench as a 19-year-old rookie. Kendrick Nunn's a different story. He's a 24-year-old rookie. He spent all of last season in the, in the G League. Um, he earned the start. I think you're going to – I don't know if it's going to be for the whole season, but I think, you know, in the near future, you're, you're going to see Kendrick Nunn starting in the backcourt. He, he's a really nice complement to Winslow. He can play with the ball. He's good off the ball. Uh, you know, his defense wasn't great last night, but I think, I think he's a very good defender. And, and he, as a non-drafted player, earned a start. Um, I think the only two, two people that aren't surprised is the Heat basketball people and those that saw him play last year with Santa Cruz in the, in the Golden State organization in, in the G League. Now, why he wasn't drafted, I think it's the same reason why nobody promoted him out of the G League last year. Um, there was one red flag in this young man's background, which forced him to leave Illinois after his junior year. 
Uh, that's why he finished up at Oakland University. So I think it's a non-playing issue of, of why people okay. sort of stayed away. He's, he was good enough to be a first-round pick. He was really good enough last year in the G League to get promoted. But Zaz, for me, it's one of my favorite really one of my favorite player acquisitions in the history of the franchise because it happened before the 82nd game last year, last game of the season. And it shows everybody how together that basketball organization is for the Heat. Their scouts, Chet Kammerer and Adam Simon, were keeping track of Kendrick Nunn all the last season. And when the Heat made the late season move to let Magruder go, it opened up a roster space and they revisited it. And it just shows you how alert the Heat were. They plucked a player from the Golden State organization that the Warriors were trying to hide. They wanted to keep him. And uh, they were sorry to see him go. But a a really nice pickup for the organization. And it's paying off already. we got Eric Reed here with us. We're going to play our game with Eric in a moment here. He'll do big deal, not a big deal with us coming up in a couple minutes. But uh, before we get to that, uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, we don't know why he wasn't there last night, although the coach was adamant, okay, that it's nothing bad, everything's okay, and obviously we're hoping he's going to be back with the team flying with you guys tomorrow to Milwaukee for the game on Saturday. But from your time around him, preseason and whatnot, give me give give the Heat fan who, who has not gotten to see much of Jimmy Butler some of your impressions of the new Heat star so far. First off, Zaz, you look at the last two games that Butler did not play, he scored 133 points in the preseason finale against Houston without him. And they scored 120 last night uh, in a regular season game without him. Now, I'm not making a case that they're better without him. They're clearly not. But this is a much improved offensive team, and Butler just makes it a much better team, period, because he's not only a 20-point-a-game getter, he's, go- he's, he's, a, he's an all-night stopper. And, you know, his, his defense is just as good as his offense. His intensity is exactly what you want from, from a team leader. Plus, off the court, he looks like a fun-loving guy. Um, he's been very engaging with the media and with the fan base. He really wanted to be here, you know, probably two years before he got here. Yep. And now I think, you know, the organization is living up to what he believed he was joining. And I think that he'd already feel great about the player that they've acquired for the next four years. So uh, 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 almost a seamless handing of the baton from one Marquette great to another. And uh, it got delayed by a night, but we're looking forward to seeing Jimmy Butler play that first regular season game in a heat uniform Saturday against the Bucks. All right, let's, let's play our game here. Steve, hit our music back there for Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. Amber, go ahead and explain to the great television voice of the Miami Heat, Eric Reed, how we play our game. Go ahead, Amber. All right, Eric, so I am going to throw out topics, and you are going to tell me if it's a big deal, not a big deal, and why. Got it? I think so. Okay, not very complicated. He can handle I know. it. He I, can I, handle I, it. I know you're a professional. He can handle You can handle it. this. The pressure's on. on, but you've got it. Steph Curry, he has responded to that comment by Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, of course, I believe it was last week, he said that Steph Curry is not yet a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry has responded to that comment. He said, I know I have more to prove to myself when you hear a guy like that who's the greatest of all time. It's kind of funny. Since we've been on this stage, we've heard a lot of retired guys chiming in on this generation of basketball player and evaluating talent and saying their generation was better and all that. It's a great conversation for the fans to get in on. I know I'm in good shape for that, but I still have a lot to prove to myself. Is this a big deal or not a big deal? I love Steph Curry's response. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I, 
it's it's not a big deal, but I'm perturbed by Michael Jordan's comments. It, it reminds me of how bad his Hall of Fame speech was. Yeah. And to me, you know, I don't know why you're taking a shot at, at a guy that's clearly a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, good answer. You're good at this game, Eric. Go ahead, Amber. What else? Halloween is coming up, Eric, and kids older than 12 years old caught trick-or-treating in Chesapeake, Virginia, could be slapped with a misdemeanor as part of a Virginia law. Is that a big deal or not a big deal? That's uh, that's a medium deal. Uh, You know, I got a 13-and-a-half-year-old who can't wait to go trick-or-treating, so uh, uh, I think it's a big deal, then. If you have a 13-and-a-half-year-old who's trick-or-treating... Imagine a criminal yeah, record. That might be a big deal. Yeah, I don't, I like, I don't like that's a big deal. Stop okay. that madness in Virginia. Yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> the uh, the Greg Popovich called the New York Knicks unprofessional for prying Marcus Morris away from them. The Knicks apparently feel like that uh, Marcus Morris situation was justified because they feel <laughs> like Popovich uh, had uh, tampered with a. Uh, with Kristaps um, Porzingis. So apparently the way that it goes was Popovich took a shot after Morris, who had agreed to a two-year $20 million deal with San Antonio in free agency. The Spurs had even, of course, traded away Davis Burdens to make room for Morris. Morris then later signed a one-year deal with the, with the Knicks. And then we find out that they felt like that was justified because they believe the Spurs tampered with Kristaps that detail was reported a couple months ago. Is this a big deal or not a big deal? Oh, my God. I almost fell off my chair listening to all that. Know, How could anything regarding Marcus Morris be a big deal? Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's evidently a big deal to, to Coach Pop. He, he, he can't seem to get over it. I could understand why he was perturbed by it. They got rid of a player they liked. They had to renegotiate with another player uh, who they were signing. And uh, but, you know, that's the problem with verbal agreements before they're signed. People can back out. So I, I think the Knicks hope that it's a big deal, but I'm going to say that's a small deal. Okay. Patrick right. Beverly was fined twenty five thousand dollars for throwing a ball into the stands. Big deal or not a big deal? That's an expensive ball. Yeah, it's a, a big deal. I, Patrick Beverly had to work hard to get his money, man. He, he took the hard road to uh, to the NBA. I, you know, I wish it would have been less, but you, you can't be throwing the ball into the seats. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. Eric, you won. You did great. You're an expert at that game, like a seasoned vet. <laughs> and uh, what are we talking about? 4.30 on Saturday, right? Fox Sports Sun, 4.30. You and Eric Reed and Jack slide from a Pfizer Forum, yes? Yes, Jax will be anchoring down the studio for that one. And okay. that's a 4.30 pregame and a 5 p.m. tip. And that's going to be a fun test against a team that won 60 games last year with the coach of the year and the most valuable player. So, uh, great test, game two. Eric, do we know why the game is 5 p.m.? It's a weird time. Do we know why it's at 5 o'clock? You know, I think just to make it easier for us to travel to Minnesota on a back-to-back. That's the way I'm taking it. All right. Well, that's a good job out of the NBA then. Eric, we will be watching no, I'm sure you on that's Saturday. that's not the reason. I don't, I don't, you'd have to ask the Bucks why they, why they <laughs> wanted a nice 5 p.m. Saturday game. I, I like it, though. Appreciate you, Eric, for playing our game. We'll talk to you later. Take care, you guys. Keep up the great work. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.